in case you missed it on Newsbreak. There has been what we call a publication. This publication is not peer-reviewed, as well as some other reports, the provenance of which is not clear, indicating that there has been an identification of viruses in circulation, and the numbers are fairly small, as far as I could tell, of a combination of the Delta virus and the Omicron virus, and specifically what we call the receptor-binding domain orders, the spike protein specifically. But please be aware that this is a small number. We do not know what the implications are of this particular number. The WHO, that's the World Health Organization, has not labeled this as a variant of interest or concern. However, we people will, I'm sure, be monitoring um, whether or not this particular recombination uh, virus takes off or not. But just be aware that recombination is not necessarily a rare event. It does actually happen. But we do know that the changes in some of these particular variants have not led to any uh, variants of concern or uh, variants of, of interest. The Omicron variant turned out to be more transmissible, but it hasn't caused an increase in severe disease in most countries where it is dominant. What can we expect in terms of transmission and effects when it comes to Deltacron? I think it's unclear. There's certainly the combination thereof of these particular mutations or mixture of mutations. So it could, again, theoretically, but we don't know this and there's no evidence for it, that whether it would be more pathogenic, whether it be more transmissible or not, or combination thereof. Again, there have been examples where we've seen the mutations or genetic variations within the actual virus, the coronavirus itself, but these particular variants have actually led to nowhere. In fact, they've not taken off at all because I think those particular combinations of mutations have to be in the context of the entire virus to know whether or not um, it has any um, implications with regard to transmissibility or pathogenicity. Variants do crop up randomly and new ones have the potential to be more dangerous dangerous than previous ones. We also understand that there could be different Delta Crons. What does this mean? I think it's just the, the nature of the, the virus currently in circulation and its adaptation as well to being in circulation. So again, it's really critical that we are aware of what is in circulation and understand what the implications are. But I think it also emphasizes the need and the importance of, for example, trying to stem the, the, the transmission of this particular virus, specifically through actions such as, for example, getting widespread coverage of, of vaccination and vaccine boosters, as well as under circumstances where you need to wear masks, actually wear those masks and, for example, hand hygiene and ventilation. So all these particular factors are really critical for us to try and stem the actual development of new variants. In the meantime, we do need to keep an eye on it. What then are these symptoms people should be aware of? In terms of coronavirus symptoms, it's a matter of development of fever, cough, difficulty in breathing, some of the signs and symptoms, they're very close to what we experience when we have influenza virus, for example, and other viral infections. So it's very difficult to, to distinguish those. But if you develop those again, I think it's important to determine the severity of that, whether you need to be therefore tested and whether you need to go into to isolation or not. Again, I would really encourage people, especially those that are at high risk, to not only be vaccinated against the, the COVID virus, but also influenza, because we're coming across the influenza season, I think, fairly soon. So I would again encourage people at high risk to be vaccinated as well. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.